Welcome to a special episode of Parents vs. Gaming. This is episode 10, May 20th, 2021. Uh, I am out on vacation, but Jay and Jordan are going to take care of you, and they're going to be discussing uh, marketing and starting up a Twitch channel and just kind of things that you need to know. So I hope you guys enjoy, and I'll see you guys next week. Hi guys, how are you? I know it's been a while. Let me bring up chat really quick, just to have that here. <laughs> Hi, Kia. Thank you so much for being here. Two months. Thank you so much for the two months sub. I appreciate you greatly, my friend. Um, so, uh, sorry, it's been a while. You guys know that. I've been gone from my stream for a while. If you don't know me, my name is Alexis Jordan. Um, I took a quick little break um, because I actually quit my job and I will be full-time streaming. Um, it's kind of risky because obviously I don't have... <laughs> Thank you, Jay. I don't have the, you know, biggest following or anything, but I do have such a supportive and loving community that um, I'm taking this chance. I got some savings um, for the next three months. I'm just going to really hit it hard, be streaming like every day so you'll get sick of this face. Um, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be super exciting. Um, yeah, so we'll see if I can do this. And if not, that's OK. Oh, hi, meme. Um, thank you. Yes, I cut my hair a little bit ago. Hi, Miss Shadow. Hi, Ruckus. How are you guys doing today? Um, I did bring a guest on. Uh, his name is Jay. Uh, Jay, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, for uh, for this particular podcast, I think I'm going to wear my uh, my marketing hat for you. So I'm actually the owner of Two Zero Eight Agency. It's a agency that specializes in digital marketing for small and medium sized businesses. Uh, we focus a lot on merchandise licensing rights for Olympic sports. So we have a couple of national governing bodies that you'll see in the Olympics. Uh, that we have as clients and then we also have a lot of lifestyle brands and a lot of digital marketing uh, programs set up for a lot of businesses around the US and around the world. Yeah, so if you guys didn't know, every single Thursday, um, I stopped streaming on Thursdays because I'm actually on a podcast. It's called um, Parents vs. Gaming. I'm super proud to be on that podcast. So definitely check us out there because um, that's where we will be. But um, I've gotten to know Jay over that time and just some of the things I was just like mind blown um, when we were talking about just like little things in marketing and stuff, things that I didn't know or didn't think about or just ways to present yourself that, that might make you go further in this industry if you're looking for that or if you have a small business and you're trying to, you know, reach people on social media. Um, and so I thought that it would be an amazing thing um, if he could share that with my audience. So I know that most of us are streamers, so maybe you can walk away with something um, that helps you today. Definitely appreciate that. Yeah, and I'd really like to encourage the chat to participate as much as possible. Um, I know you and I have kind of had a lot of conversations about this. We want to make sure that we're getting everyone involved. And so ask lots and lots of questions. All of those random ones that you've always wanted to know, but can't find or don't have to look at. Um, just participate as much as possible to make sure how this conversation is going to go. And I'm happy to answer specific questions for the entire night. Yes, exactly, exactly. We're here um, to answer those questions, so please just ask away, don't be afraid. Also, Jay, I think you got a little bit muffled. Did anybody else notice that? I'm not really sure if they did or not, but... How do I sound now? Okay, you sound so much better now. <laughs> I'll try to make sure I enunciate and uh, project. Okay. okay, that's good, that's good. Okay, I do have a couple questions um, from the audience that I will that I already had. I asked a bunch of my streamer friends and stuff what they thought. So I'll probably uh, have those towards the end. Um, but my first one, 
uh, for you is when I hear or whenever I've ever gotten advice for starting your stream, they always say, you need a niche. <laughs> you have to have a niche. And starting out, that can be really like intimidating because um, I'm a person. I have so many interests, you know, like how am I just going to pick one and why can't I do it all, you know? And so what would be your advice on that? So really what I what I like to tell people and, you know, and, and the crazy thing is, is, um, you know, a lot of streamers, they'll they'll chat with me. I know you and I have had conversations before and they 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 talk about finding like, what, what do we do? Like I sell widgets. There's other people that sell widgets. How do I make myself, you know, the, the best widget maker I can that fits for me? And really what I do is when I'm sitting down with a company, especially like startups or young entrepreneurs is we start talking about um, their voice and we start talking about what they want to do, how they want to present themselves. And I know you've got a lot of questions on that as well, which I'm sure we're going to get into, but really it's what is your brand? And streamers are really unique in the fact that, you know, their brand, their identity is is 90% of the time one in the same. And so you've really got to sit down and before you kind of launch is have those conversations on what is my niche? What am I going to talk about? How am I going to present myself? Who, you know, and ultimately, who do I want as my audience? Um, because the people that come out and they go just, oh, I just want subs. Well, you're not giving you're not giving them a reason to sub because you're not speaking to them. So just coming out and saying, I want subs or I need more viewers or anything that's a great like overall goal like that's everyone's goal and because it's everyone's goal it's uh wait i, I always have to ask this on our podcast too this is 18 and up right yes. adults only like okay yeah that adults means only. that's and i curse all the time has, so don't even worry about it <laughs> you know so me. if it's if 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 your goal is the same as everyone else's i want streams i want that's great that's a that's a goal that's not a tactic tactics are how are we going to get there? How am I going to achieve it? Like, you know, you and I talk a lot about um, content, making sure we're producing content and kind of getting that calendar together and kind of, you know, doing those. Those are all things that lead into that overall goal. Um, for those that don't know, I was on the U.S. bobsled team for eight years. And essentially what we would do is every quad, which is every four years when the Olympics are, you would take those four years, divide them up into individual seasons, and then you would look at that season. Where do you, I want to be? And then the season you're going into, you would break that down into where do I need to be in the off season? Where do I want to be before the, the winter break? Where do I need to be afterward? And then you would break that down again into the month. And, you know, really it's being able to plan what you're going to be doing, which would get you to your ultimate goal. Because like I said, I want lots of subs and I want lots of followers and blah, blah, blah. That's nice. Cool. Great talk. Everyone else wants the same thing, but how are you going to decide how you are going to get there and what are you going to use as your vehicle getting? Yeah, I did have a question in the chat really quick. So I'm gonna interrupt my questions for theirs. James asks, what is a widget? <laughs> is that a so, joke? Um, I don't know uh, if that was a joke. I, I don't no, no, no. So um, what, what we talk about all the time is because when you're talking about philosophical concepts and everything and you start talking about um there's always a term that we use which is when you're giving a speech and there's a lot of different people in a lot of different areas in there and you're talking about like a product you just say you just use the term widgets and sprockets because they're nothing 
Um, and so that kind of is like, if you're selling something, you know, uh, you can talk about selling widgets and no one's going to feel excluded and everyone's going to understand that that's kind of the, kind of the, the, the term that you use when you're speaking just to kind of have something to focus on that doesn't actually mean anything, but we're all selling widgets and sprockets and stuff like that. So, um, that's just kind of a general term, uh, that I like to use, especially in this particular case, because like for, um, um, Alex, uh, Alexis, Miss Alexis Jordan here, uh, she would be selling something different. Uh, the other folks in the chat, they would be streaming something different, their brand. And so I want to make sure that everyone knows that this is relative to everyone. All right. So I even I have this issue um, where, like I said in the beginning, like I feel like I have so many interests. Like I love horror games, right? But I also am like such a bubbly like kind sweet oh my god i feel weird saying that about myself but like i try to be like super sweet to everyone Keep talking and... about yourself keep going <laughs> no, I, I try to be like super like sweet and like warm and inviting and those things don't really mesh but i still started out like why? streaming wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, why i don't know because like even though i love horror games i'm not one of those um people who get like overly afraid of horror games which i find like very entertaining to watch like i feel like a lot of people love when someone's like screaming on the top of their lungs or if they fit like a certain aesthetic like if they're already like grungy or like you know if they have like that look it no i'm serious like when you go into those niches those are the things that you find are very popular so me as someone who's trying to market myself i try to look at what is working and what doesn't and for me like i said like i don't get overly scared by it so i feel like my content might be a little boring so even myself i'm still trying to fit like what do i want my presence to be like i have lights i'm trying to redo my overlay and stuff to maybe be a little bit more like hippie vibes i don't really know what i'm trying to do yet you know so what are your tips to like narrow down like what what should you have someone look at in their life to help them narrow down what they want to do so there's a couple of there, there's one concern that kind of that kind of jumped out at me is you go i'm kind and bubbly and blah 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 and then and then i like horror games and those don't match and if i was to sit there and and point out to you that probably most people probably fit your personality with a, a, an interest in horror games like you can't tell me that people that watch horror movies like all of them are goth people uh running around all the movie theaters. it's just not it and so you're allowing yourself to tell you that your niche isn't going to work like say if this is what you're telling me about so um i'm outgoing i'm bubbly but i want to do resident evil that's what I want to do. I just want to do the scariest of the scary games or whatever, whatever games you want to do. You're self-segmenting before the market has told you whether or not it's it's going to be receptive to you. So if that's who you are as a person, that's going to come back as a more genuine um, thing and personality that you're going to put out there than it is if you just made something up like, oh, I'm outgoing and bubbly and personality wise, but you know, I really want to be able to do horror games. Therefore, I'm going to do my room dark. I'm going to try to match the genre. Whereas I would say you would probably be a great candidate if this is what your interest is for being the gateway to, um, you know, those over the top horror games. Um, or, or the really scary games. And I would say that your personality being true to yourself and being yourself would actually garner more interest into the games because they, a lot of people look at a particular genre and go, oh, they're weird. Um, whereas a that's not really necessarily true of any genre. 
That's just the associations that people have made already. So I would say the first thing to do is um, don't let yourself and your personal um, challenges that you have with your personality, like everyone's like, I always tell people like, look, I got a face for radio. Like I am fine getting on a radio. James, it took him forever to get me on that podcast because I was like, oh, cool, let's do a podcast. And he was like, yeah, it's going to be on camera. I was like, "Ah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, And so, you know, it got me there. But he had to sit there and point out and goes like, dude, no one cares what you look like. It's it's Twitch. Um, And so, you know, I had to get over my preconceived notion. So even as a marketing professional, I still had kept myself doing that. And I would caution you against doing that because I think there's an audience out there for that nice combination because not everyone um, needs the doom and gloom and the blood and the cat eyes and the contracts and everything like that that a lot of people do. Um, there's a market for everyone out there with especially as uh, popular as streaming is getting now. So what you're saying is even if you don't think that you fit a particular mold, maybe if you combined your interests, you can find a different kind of niche that people might be looking for. Absolutely. And, and I think that's probably the best the best summation of, of just kind of all of those points that I just kind of rambled on about is, you know, really do you As and you find do. out if that works, you know, like that's you're going to you're going to get fans. And I would say that I know there's a lot of streamers that take on personalities and characters and you know as long as you can separate those you're fine but it's usually most streamers are successful because they're genuine because they care and their passion for whatever they're doing comes through in their work so that's actually what my next question was going to be so that was a great segment um there's kind of like a debate in a lot of people's heads um whether you should put a character online you know whether you should kind of pretend to be someone else or like the perfect version of X, Y, and Z, or if you should be yourself. And there are a lot of pros and cons to each. Um, And I mean, I even have some thoughts on this, but what do you think? And what do you think is like the best way to go about that? (sighs) The tough questions already, guys, the tough questions. No, this is a tough one because, and I I use this phrase a lot, it's know the monster you're going to wrestle with is when I speak with people and they go, hey, we've got this potential deal. Um, We're gonna bring you on, can you be a consultant? And the first thing I do is, is look, every deal has good and bad points. And it's the same thing with this. When you're going out and you're being the product essentially, there's gonna be good and bad things. If you are a person who goes out and you are genuine 100%, and I'm gonna pick on you today, you are a very, sensitive you care you love oh, by the way jane you're sorry you're muffled again i don't know is it leaning is your phone leaning up against something no i haven't moved it at all it's it's uh it's you're there i now. pick up a little so bit weird. <laughs> you pick up a little bit of static when you say that so i don't know what's going on so oh, you know this is going to be another reason for me to upgrade my phone um <laughs> so when, when you're doing okay so you are a very you really put your your heart and soul out there that works but the consequences of that are if someone in the chat right now starts calling you names or starts you know commenting on your physicality or 
they say your you know your your questions are dumb or why is this jackass on on here talking about this he doesn't know what he's doing like if you do that you're going to take that personally whereas some people who don't necessarily feel as comfortable putting themselves out there they want to put that wall up there and so i'm going to come out as um alexis jordan you know to use an old term you know like shock jock like hey how's it going you know the, like the 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 insult comics or you know that sort of thing and really put that wall up there and they per and they look at it as more of a performance piece as opposed to myself alexis jordan going out there and streaming so really you can do either one but just understand that both of them can be exhausting if you can't separate yourself a little bit, because if you do constantly put yourself out there and, you know, I don't have any examples in there, but I see a lot of streamers. They just, they come on and they're very personable and they take everything to heart. And then about three months into them getting popular, guys, I just wanted to talk crocodile tears down there. I can't believe yeah. someone said this and everything else. That's the consequence of putting yourself out there as your actual person. You're not going to see that with the people, the guys or the gals that are putting on 100% shows because they're going to go into character. They're going to do their show. They're going to turn off their stream and they're going to walk away. Right. And some of those characters are supposed to have those comments afterwards. Some of them are supposed to be, you know, overtly sexual, overtly, you know, over the top uh, competitive, over the top, um, you know, in your face with the comments and in your face with the comments. Yeah, I agree. Like like you said, like there are pros and cons to each. And I think like, I mean, I'm very open and honest on mine um, just because that's that's what I like to see. And I don't know, I I am big like in my personal life on personal growth. And so I like to just inspire people to do the same or to be the same way. But it can be, like, hard, and I'm sure that anyone who does put on, like, a skit or something, they face the reality of if they do end up meeting, you know, their future fans or friends or anything like that, then maybe they won't end up liking them or they'll think that they're fake and things like that. So there are a lot of pros and cons to each, but I think that you are more, like, protected if you end up putting on a skit. Think about, like, what's really popular on TikTok right now is creating, like, a, um... Like a character on your TikTok and you post videos as that character, but like very serious, like you're not like acting or anything, but like you're just like doing like a POV or something like that, right? That's like really popular right. now. But then whenever you watch the person's regular TikToks, they're not like that at all. And those views are so down. They're so low. And you yeah. can say that that doesn't matter. And, you know, like you can appreciate the community that you built, but if you don't build them on the person that you are, then it feels like they won't be around for you very long but then on the opposite side if they are only there for you and you make a mistake or something happens then it's gonna hurt 10 times more yep yeah <laughs> i mean that's what happens when no. you are your brand and if you mess up that's it you know like that's your entire life right there well i think that really kind of goes into um i use the example of wrestlers a lot wrestlers they have their 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 brand that's the character that they play um sometimes it translates sometimes it doesn't um you know some of the most popular characters that we've seen over the last 10 15 years um they really they had to go through three four five different characters to be able to do it well streamers have the same option 
but you also have the option unlike wrestling you have the option to be yourself which is a which is a big difference from from those type of characters and sometimes they hit sometimes it's a miss and sometimes i hate to say it people get pretty blown up when they're themselves and nobody wants to watch and can your ego and can your personality handle that if the one of the hardest things people have is oh my god i put my heart and soul into this and they go yeah we still don't like it and yeah. you just have to be prepared to be able to eat it when someone goes oh well my mom and three of my friends from high school and my roommate watch my stream every night because you're boring or because you're interesting or because no one really understands what you have to say or your niche your niche isn't working or whatever it is you have to be prepared for those slings and arrows as well too yeah and i did just want to bring up this is somewhat off topic but um just to let you guys know five viewers on twitch is like crazy so if you have that from your friends and family please be so grateful for them because the higher you up you are words the higher up you are in views the more <laughs> people are willing to click on your videos and that's like super important to make sure you appreciate the humanity that you have now um before trying to build um outside of it so just a little tip there um please make sure you always you know care about the people who are supporting you because they don't have to you know you're sitting here for hours and like for me like i try to lurk on my friends streams but sometimes you know it's hours out of a day so it's you know they're putting in a lot of work as well just like you are so remember to to appreciate them um absolutely the next thing that i was going to ask you how important do you think is networking like what what priority should you put networking so i own two companies they're both very successful um i love your coffee cup by the way thank you um i made it on but... valentine's day <laughs> oh really yeah i put it on oh, my really cool. yeah i have like a little merch anyways Awesome. <laughs> we can talk about it later. No, no, no. Hey, just so you know, for all the young streamers out there, um, that is a perfect setup um, by your guests to be able to plug yourself. And it is okay if, in the course of conversation, you get a good plug-in. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna practice right now, just oh. like I would practice with anybody else. <laughs> okay. So let's do it again. Take a drink out of your coffee cup. Ready, guys? All right. Here we go. Yep, yep, yep. Here we go. Ready? Oh my God. Hey, I love your coffee cup. Thank you. I actually made it on Valentine's Day. Tyler bought me my merch. Um, I made it. I have player one. He has player two. Has my name on the bottom, but you can always get that removed. Um, but yeah, I, I have so... Uh, I'm so nervous. I have so much fun uh, creating merch, by the way. Um, I have a bunch of stuff like actually coming out sometime soon. Um, I'm working on it really hard right now. So once I do, I'll be wearing it on my stream all the time and letting you guys know that you can get it. Um, it's just a great way to be able to support me. Um, if you want to much better it is okay to offer up merchandise it's not okay to beat them over the head with it and tell them that your kit dogs are gonna or in your case your cat is gonna starve if they don't buy it oh. so Jesus, <laughs> hopefully not no <laughs> okay sorry we totally got off topic what was the uh what what were we going to how important is networking, networking. Oh, okay so I can tell you exactly where it is. Okay, so I own two companies. I have thousands of followers on LinkedIn, um, and I have a network that spans around the world. For three hours today, I was on a virtual networking um, thing where I was just going around. It was like speed dating, networking, like you got 10 minutes to talk to everyone, um, that sort of thing. And I do it, like I put, I scheduled it two hours into my day. 
just because networking is so insanely important. Um, The reason why there's a gentleman there that I happen to run across. He is a um, Hollywood uh, producer and actor and no one national, no one you'd have heard of, but he does a lot of voiceover work and he's starting his own podcast where um, different Hollywood people are going to be coming on this podcast that he knows being an industry insider. And I happen to mention our stream and podcast and he goes, oh man, it's fantastic. We should do a networking thing with other people and then maybe get together um, in a location and then we can all jump on each other's streams and podcast and knock it out over the course of a weekend and get a ton of content. So yes, networking is insanely important Um, and not networking in the, hey, what can you do for me? It's the networking in the mutual um, sort of thing. It's jumping in people's streams. It's getting to know them. It's making sure that you reciprocate. So it's not the, um, I see a lot of groups on Facebook. It's like, hey, follow for follow. And you follow somebody and they never see you back. Um, That's a great way to kill your brand and kill who you are. Um, But yeah, networking is insanely important. Even if you have to get out of your bubble a little bit, um, find things that don't necessarily um cause you so much stress that you can't speak to somebody so you know virtual is better for some people um face to face is better for some people but definitely network and network outside of your streaming community because um like myself um i wasn't a big streamer big podcast or anything like that until james uh, asked me to do it and now here i am doing it every single week but i have a lot of outside experience um, not necessarily in the Twitch uh, universe. Uh, for anyone who didn't understand him, he just said that before James, he wasn't really big into podcasts or anyone in the Twitch universe, but he's obviously been um, been uh, <laughs> more into it lately, for sure. <laughs> um, oh man, I was going to go on. Okay, okay. So yeah, I actually got my feelings hurt the other day. Um, a, uh, female TikToker, um, we have, like, very similar audiences, I've watched a lot of her streams and stuff, and, um, she just, she seems really sweet and stuff, and she had posted, usually I won't say anything to most people, but she had posted something on her, uh, TikTok just saying, like, she wants more friends to play games with, we play, like, a lot of different games together, so I had reached out to her, and she, like, messaged me back once, and I was like, oh, I would love to play with you, like, we don't even have to stream, but if you want to, we can stream together, you know, whatever. Never got a reply. So it did feel kind of like iffy, I guess, that she made a TikTok saying like, oh, I want friends to play with. And then when she gets people responding, she didn't really say anything back. Um, So that's something that I've had to learn as well. Um, I would make TikToks all the time saying like, oh, I'll be out there and I'll support your stream if you message me about it. Just because like, that's something that I do love to do. I do love spending time like on people's streams and um, I do just love supporting people. But it got to a point where so many people had messaged me and I have so many streamer friends now. That got overwhelming. Like I was spending, like I would have my phone on in the bedroom while I'm working, like lurking on like five different people's streams, like just because I wanted to support them. But then I felt like I wasn't keeping my word, you know, because I couldn't be on that six person stream and I couldn't help them and stuff. And it came to a point where like, I felt like I was working like 24 hours a day. Like I would sleep and then I would get up and I would do my main job and then I would get off and then I'd lurk on people's streams, work on my own stream and it just became too much. So don't overpromise yourself. Um, understand that you have to put yourself first. Even if you do love your friends and you want to be there, maybe it is just a lurk day. You know, maybe you need to put it on your computer 
and just be like, hey, I love you. I'll be here technically, but I just need to go take, you know, mental space for myself and that's okay. Um, but besides that, networking is important. So if you do tell someone that you're going to do something or you're going to be somewhere, um, remember that even if you guys are friends, it is kind of like a professional uh, situation because you don't know each other in real life, especially when we're talking about streamers. So just try to keep it a little professional there. Uh, make sure you keep your promises, whatever it is that you say that you're going to do, make sure you do it. Or if not, at least keep them updated as to what's going on. Um, so yeah, <laughs> sorry about that little tangent. Um, now this is something that I'm really interested in, and I'm sure a lot of people are interested in the stream as well. Um, when should we start looking at, like, sponsors? At what point should we reach out to people, or should we wait until they reach out to us? How do we handle that first, like, interaction before we get used to it? So, I would... I'm, I'm gonna ask you point blank. So, what's the difference between asking for sponsorship from day one to asking from sponsorship from day 100. The amount of interactions that you get, the amount of social proof that you have. Um, I think that social proof is like really important. Just like you see so many people are viewing your stream, more people will come. Versus if you have no viewers, you might not get as many click-throughs, which is crazy. But social proof is a real thing. Um, the more people that you have watching you, the more people who are willing to watch you. Um, so that's, I think, you know, something that's important to keep in mind. You also don't want to be ripped off by, um, you know, a person who's running their business. Like, they might take advantage of smaller streamers. So it's important for us to stay smart about when we reach out and how we do it and what is what we're willing to accept on deals and stuff like that. And sometimes you don't think you're worthy enough. I get anxious. I'm like, there's no way anyone would ever want to sponsor me, you know? <laughs> See, and I think that's really kind of the root of, of what it is, is I don't think, well, I only have a hundred followers. I only have, you know, what, whatever that number is, that's, that's, that's what thing. And it kind of goes back to the whole like niche question thing is, are you self limiting or are you allowing the market to limit? So there is no reason, and, and it also comes back to networking too. So this is actually a question that I'm going to smash into uh, two other topics we've already talked about. Sounds good. So when you are talking to someone and you approach them, like say you approach my company, hey, uh, Mr. J, uh, travel agency owner, um, you know, specializing in luxury things. I am Alexis, I, Alex Jordan, and I'm going to be a travel blogger. Let's work together. And I go, cool, how many people? I'm just starting out. Okay, you have now networked with me, whether we have a deal or not, whether we decide to put a deal, we haven't even gotten to that point yet. You've networked with me. I now know who you are. You are now on my radar. That conversation is going to be a lot easier after you've done six months worth of streaming and now you're up to a few thousand followers on your blog or your podcast or you know your subscribers or whatever hey jay remember that conversation we had oh yeah alexis how are you doing you know how's the stream going hey i'm up to a thousand you want to do something now hell yeah we have a relationship we have a network we have that so i wouldn't wait to start reaching out to people because you also, and here's the other thing is each company, especially the larger ones, they have a trigger point. They will only deal with people that are a hundred thousand plus. And if you don't know where your trigger, where those trigger points are for the companies that you want to work with, when do you know to reach you're out? just getting thrown. 
you have no idea when you can reach out. So I never thought about it that way. Yeah. So there's a lot of, a lot of things. And, you know, I like, I like your social proof thing. Like when you go to approach a, a, a company, you can say like, Hey, look, um, you know, we're a smaller stream, but we're really active. And, you know, one of the examples I like to use is, is I do about $1,500 a month in merchandise. So even though I only have a hundred followers or a hundred you know, people that tune in or anything like that, whatever metric you want to use, I'm closing 35% of the people that come onto my stream. So, you know, let's talk about that. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of different ways that you can chop it up. And the other thing is, to, is too, is, is a young streamer starting out, Miss Alexis Jordan, you're going to suck at your pitch. You are going to trip over your words. You're not going to know what to put in your one pager. You're not going to know how to present yourself and you need to be, you need the practice. So I would probably suggest practicing now as opposed to when your first pitch goes to Bethesda um, for a three live stream. Like, because you don't want to walk in and your first pitch to be to uh, Ubisoft to get in front of the next, um, you know, Assassin's Creed. Like, I mean, you don't want that to be your first pitch. So you want to be able to practice and you want to be able to grow your sponsors with you as well, because the more relationship they have with you over the course of the next couple of years, you know, I used to, I, I tell people in sales training all the time, dollars follow service. And so if you're taking care of them, you're doing a great job. You're speaking of them highly. You're speaking on their brand points. You're, you're able to deliver traffic. You're able to talk about things. You have guests, guests on that are relevant to them. Like you go out and in your network, you have the, oh, you have the voiceover actor for Hayward. And, you know, and, you know, you have, um, those particular things on there. And you're supporting them in your direct or indirect ways those conversations become a lot easier and now they're going to support you as well. And so that road is going to go back and forth because maybe the brand is even, Hey, I want to talk to a indie game maker. And part of the pitch is um, not only will I present you with you at this, I'm going to give you an outlet to be able to send two or three voiceover actors or an artist or the storyboard person or the inker or whatever it is. And we're just going to create that grassroots so we're kind of top of mind. So there are a bajillion ways to cut up deals, especially for sponsorship. And it, and it really is what separates the good ones from the bad ones. Because the good ones go out and they have different guests and they have different guest spots and they have merchandise and they have those things. And then the crappy ones go, oh, well, I went to EA. I run a sports stream and they didn't give me any money. Now EA sucks. Like, no, dude, you suck. Like, you you gave EA nothing to work with other than, look at my stream. I have some gr- subscribers. And they go, cool, so does everyone else. Um, yeah. What do you do the different, what are, what are you separating yourself by? You know what, that makes a lot of sense because I've been thinking about it too, you know, when to accept sponsors, especially since now I will be full-time streaming. I have not accepted my first sponsor. I've had, like, small little offers here and there, but I haven't done it yet. Um, but it's true. I've been thinking about reaching out to maybe even local businesses or just something small, grow, you know, starting, not asking for any money, just asking for like product in exchange. Why, just whoa, 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 to... hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. why not? Well, for smaller businesses, I'm not talking about like someone who's well established. No, why not? But if it's if it's someone local, then I wouldn't want why to not? take. 
I would want to. That just feels. This isn't. Cool. This isn't you taking. <laughs> this isn't you taking, and that's. And I guess that's kind of like the, the the frustrating part I have with with a lot of streamers when I'm talking to them about it is they're like, oh, I'm taking money. You're not. You are offering a service. You're offering them the streams, the the screen time. You're offering whatever the deal looks like. You're going to sell their merchandise on your shop. You like whatever that deal looks like. This isn't charity. You're not running out and going, oh, please, sir, may I have some more? Like you're not running around with your hat in your hand trying to beg and, and plead people. Now you're not going to get a, a giant check with like two commas in it, but. You can sit there and and stroke a deal where you say, look, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Um, it's going to be $500 if you want product placement on three different podcasts um, up to 1,000 viewers. After 1,000 viewers, it goes up to 500. And then after 5,000 viewers, it goes up to $1,000. Y'all taking so notes? You could, <laughs> <laughs> so you can do a step program and still have it where they see the value of it. Um, so stop, stop, stop. Stop. Allow the market to dictate. No, no. Allow the market to dictate, not you. Because you're going in with the assumption of, oh, well, I'm a nobody. Um, you have to go in with the mentality of, I'm a somebody. I'm not a be I'm not a, a beggar. I'm not one of these influencers that goes around and says, I'll give you this for this and blah, blah, blah. You're not that person. You are a business and you need to operate as a business. So I am going to talk to you about my deliverables and what I can deliver to you. And now let's talk about the value that you're going to place on that, that you're going to provide to me. Jay is teaching us, all of us, our worth. Just just please thank him in the comments, you know, teaching us our worth. <laughs> I got fired up, sure. let's go. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that actually brings me to a um, question from, you know, a before words. Um, Kia asked, do you think product placement is a good way to advertise or anything on stream? You know, we see it in like different places, but on stream, how do, how do you feel about product placement? <clears throat> couple of things. So when a company is, <laughs> when a company is, is, is developing their, their marketing plans, so they're doing this, you know, 12 months, 18 months, whatever their rolling calendar is. Um, there is, you kind of start to sign things like, okay, so our digital ad spend is going to be X. Or, you know, different things are going to be X. Like this program, this in-person program is X. There is always going to be programs where you go, this is a, this is a branding exercise. I'm not trying to sell things. I'm trying to get eyeballs on my logo, eyeballs on my brain. Um, product placement has a place for them. However, as a streamer, if you rely on going up to somebody and go, hey, I'm going to put this cool player one mug on my stream game, they go, cool, and what? Right. Branding from a streamer point of thing is a piece that you throw in it cannot be the meat and potatoes of your presentation. Um, there needs to be more specific contact. Um, when I was working at SeaWorld in the partnership and promotions department, um, I was managing accounts of about five and a half million dollars. Um, SeaWorld, Pepsi, um, Anheuser-Busch, um, Steel, uh, Power Tools, yeah. Um, yeah, totally name dropping to make this point. 
they had signs in the park and everyone would be like, oh, oh Jay, my God. Jay, give me a second. Let me pause because they said that you were muffled for that. So I'm just going to summarize oh, no. what you had kind of said before. Okay, so what he said is like product placement it has its place. Like what he said, like for my mug, you know, it's my own merch. So no one is paying me to show you guys this. No one is sponsoring me to say this. But if you were with a business working and, you know, you would agree to work with them and you had just done product placement, if you didn't talk about it, that's not going to be enough. You have to advertise what it is that you're agreeing to. But maybe for your own stuff, like for me, like I said, when I come out with merch, I'm going to be wearing it and stuff so you guys can see it first and foremost, you know, and it's not going to be like a sub donation or anything. You're going to be getting something back for it. So I will have it on like in my stream so you can just see if you like it. You know, the more you see it, the more you might think, oh, I might like it X, Y and Z. So um, really quick, one of my biggest tips is even if you aren't even affiliated yet, free merch. Like, don't just throw it together, but Stream Elements does have a free way for you to create it for your friends, your family, um, just people starting out who wants to support you can get something in exchange instead of just donating to you. You know, they can actually pay for a product and you can get money for that. And again, it can be something you practice with, like, like a little pitch to your friends or something about, you know, your whatever it is that you're making. Um, and that's going to be really important in the future when you are working for, with brands and stuff is that they're going to want your input on certain things um, if you're making like your merch and stuff. So good to have those ideas now or to work out, oh man, I made this, but I don't like it, you know, like just a, a thought. But yes, product placement does have its place, just not with official like sponsors. I don't think they'd like that very much. <laughs> well, it's always kind of a throwaway. So when you see something, so I used to do um, with those big companies and stuff is my um, part of my thing was um, sponsorship of venues inside the park and different areas and stuff around it. The value to them was a little bit of the branding exercise of having, you know, at, at one point, um, Southwest Airlines sponsored the Penguin exhibit there. And so that was a major six digit a year um, program. Um, but in addition to that was a lot of things that he didn't see. It was VIP experiences into the park. It was meet and greets with Shamu with their clients. It was There was a lot of other stuff that went in there, but all people saw was, oh my God, how come Southwest Airlines is spending $150,000 a year on a stupid penguin sign um, out in front of the thing? There's a lot more that goes into it than that. So when you see people that are doing the product placement, especially on streams, if they're doing a good job or the deal is good, there's a lot of other stuff going on behind it. Yeah. So when you talk product placement, and I think I figured out when I'm muffled, there's like a little bit of a static on my end. And so I'm just right gonna now. stop talking. Here. Yeah, so I sound good now. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'll let you know when I hear the static again. So product placement is a part of a deal. It is not as big as some of the other executionable executionables. So it is a part of the deal, but don't rely on product placement to get any revenue from a sponsor. Yes. Okay. So when you when you see, okay, I'll I'll, I'll make this a little bit bigger. So, um, Lucas Lucas Stadium, Lucas Oil Stadium for the Indianapolis Colts. Everyone goes. They've got naming rights. It was like a five million dollar a year deal, and it was just huge. And everyone goes, "Oh my God, how come they pay five million dollars for that?" They don't. That happens to be part of the deal, but the rest of the deal is they get to send 50 employees a year to spring training camp. They get VIP sections and a VIP box inside the stadium. They get free parking passes. There's a lot of other things. They get autographed merchandise. They get to get, you know, the coach will come down and speak. So 
it always kind of looks, and especially when it's reported in the press of these big deals, like these naming right deals and stuff. There's a lot. It's just what you can see is the sign in the front. In this particular case, relating it back to you is um, your your product placement. So your figurine on your desk or whatever it is. There's a lot more that goes into it. So product placement has a piece of it, but do not rely on it and don't go to market with, oh, I'm going to put your thing on my stream. And they go, yeah. cool. And and what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it from uh, from the, the from the old movie. And then, and then yeah. uh, no more. And then, no, no, no. And then, <laughs> like you just keep going. Um, and so, so putting that thing in there. <clears throat> um, see, we do have like on your coffee mug. See, like on your coffee mug, I would put your merchandise website on the bottom. Oh, I just put my my Twitch name. No, 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 but no. Maybe no. I should on do the, the bottom. So when oh. you drink it, your website comes up. Or my face, that would be so funny. Anyway. <laughs> like, it's I'm like kidding, a muscle, yeah. like, like the bottom part, like they're doing with the masks, you know, it's just like this. That would be so funny. We do have a couple questions in the chat. So um, this was more of a statement from Jason, but I have something else to say about it. Um, Jason said, I've never looked at product placement and been like, oh yeah, I want some of that. Having someone actually talk about it um, works better in his opinion. That's very true. But even my fiance, his dad bought him this chair. I should bring it on stream once because it's like freaking awesome. But I swear every like official streamer has this freaking chair just like made custom for them. I don't know the brand, but especially for people, maybe even parents like Googling like best chair, gaming chair or whatever, you're gonna see that in every single big streamer's stream. That is product placement. And there are so many other people who get that chair just because it's literally like the big streamer's chair. Like that's what it is. And they probably, I mean, they've talked about it when you asked about it, but they probably never really like sat down and talked about it. I can send you like 10 TikToks with the same freaking chair. Um, that is good product placement. It's also good like, because it's working for itself. A couple streamers had it. I'm sure one of them talked about it and then everyone else had it. So now it's promoting itself. They only paid what one streamer technically for the next 10 to get it. So that's well, you know, the other thing that, way to have it. If you, if you ever notice now with um, gaming products. So I have a background in product management as well. I hold a bunch of different certifications for it. And so I watch product all the time. Um, if you notice a lot of those chairs are specifically designed to stand out no matter where you're sitting in the chair. So when you actually look at that chair, you go, oh, that's XYZ chair. Um, no one's paying me, so I'm not gonna say the name of the chair. But you know, you 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 sit there and you look at it, you go, oh, that's that chair. If you ever notice, most gaming products have some sort of camo, bright colors, um, you know, geometric designs on yeah, it. Um, correct. Because actually, like, if you were to put that chair on there, they probably didn't really pay for anyone to do it. But now it's so recognizable, it's become synonymous with it. And now, if you don't have that chair, you suck. Um, but it's a very distinct. <laughs> I feel my lame chair. <laughs> right. It's the same thing. Like, I've got an MSI uh, computer. I don't need glow-in-the-dark keyboard and, like, everything else that comes with it. It's cool, don't get me wrong. But anyone else looking at it goes, oh, man, he's got a nice gaming rig laptop, man. That thing, that right. thing's a baller. And I'm like, yeah, I know, like, yeah, blah, 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 you know. But it's being able to recognize that from, you know, far away. Whereas, you know, typically Office, before streaming became popular, 
those colors weren't there because they're more expensive. Now manufacturers integrate the product for design for streaming Smart. without streamers actually ever knowing it. So there's actually an entire product design team that goes, okay, cool. What stands out on, on Twitch? Why do you think everything's lime green? Not me integrating green into my stream. <laughs> <laughs> but it stands out. Yeah. Like if you were to look at the screen right now, the green in your lights actually stands out more than the purple, even though you've got way more purple. Yeah, it's, um, it's my favorite. <laughs> that's why we're using neon colors in gaming. There's no reason to have neon colors in gaming. Um, but that's exactly why is because there's so many people streaming now, they're starting to design their products to be able to stand out in that stream, either passively or intentionally with placement. Right. So that's why I said, like, they're, like I said, like, maybe they paid one person to, or a couple, like a tiny handful of people, but everyone loved it so much. It stood out so much, you know, it became yep. such a trend that everyone wants it. We do have another question. It says, says um, say there is a successful uh, small business run by a family member. Um, unrelated to the stream, like an eBay store or Etsy, um, could it be claimed as a sponsor without violating Twitch rules? Um, there's no money exchange, just like a shout out. Personally, I don't think so. Twitch is interesting. Like if you are just starting, I would say, please try to stream on YouTube. No offense, Twitch, please don't like take me down. I don't think they can, but personally, <laughs> Personally, I would try on YouTube because YouTube lets you have your own sponsors. Twitch likes to try to control your sponsors. But let's say you're not necessarily getting paid for it. Then I don't think, how can you say like, oh my God, look at my cousin's business. Like, isn't this so cool? Personally, I don't know if that would be a problem. Jay, do you know anything about that? So I'd be really interesting to see how Twitch can control what's on a stream when it comes to sponsors. And that's something that you're going to have to educate me on as far as what are the rules that you kind of see out there on why they would not be able to give shout outs, give sponsors, give everything like that um, on a Twitch stream? Do they have some sort of weird rules on the terms and services that I just don't know about? I think they do. Like they really try to limit um, who you sponsors. Like I won't talk about it anymore on Twitch. Maybe I'll start streaming on YouTube and we can talk about it a little bit more. We'll see. <laughs> but um, read your terms and services words um yeah read that contract that you signed just make sure you're staying safe but like i said if you're not getting paid for it i don't see what the difference is between that and someone holding their iphone on stream you know like you didn't get paid for your iphone but if you're like oh my god i love my iphone so much and then someone goes and buys it you're not getting paid for that interaction for them to buy the iphone are they no you're not just like my my lights back there if someone asked me oh my god where'd you get those lights and i i link you to them i don't think that counts because it's just like a question like what if you're just like this is my shirt you know like and someone likes it i i don't know i can't imagine them being uh, what i think they're trying are they trying to avoid maybe affiliate linking and affiliate marketing and stuff where um you're pushing people outside of the twitch sphere um you know and they're concerned about traffic and stuff but i couldn't imagine if you have a especially if it's a family member um you know because here's the other thing twitch does it all the time when they do the unboxing and stuff like that that's it. they're getting product and they're putting it right on twitch sorry i just had to show chat uh that i'm engaged so <laughs> just for anyone i got some weird comments but we're not going to talk on, about it now. We'll talk about it later. Okay, the static's gone. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but I can't imagine Twitch um, shutting down a streamer 
um, especially considering some of the things that I've seen that people have been able to get away with uh, for being able to plug a family member's Etsy site. Um, you know, I would be blown away if they're that draconian just because there's so much other stuff going on that I don't think, especially with a streamer starting out with a few thousand subs, um, I don't think anyone's dropping in to watch their stream from Twitch uh, corporate. Um, yeah. You know, as as much as uh, they say that they jump in all the time, you know, there's only so many people there and there's only so and there's thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of video excuse me being uploaded i can't imagine like giving a shout out and stuff and you know this is sponsored by and blah 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 i think you're pretty you're pretty safe on that one obviously i'm not a lawyer don't uh you know don't hold me like blah 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 but definitely check your terms of service i don't think you're going to be in and in getting into trouble on that at all okay yeah that's what i thought as well but just wanted to ask um the no. only thing i would say is is as a word of advice if you do approach your family members business for sponsorship i get very nervous when i involve family in that that's very true family or so, even friends sometimes it can just get right. a little so there's there's two separate issues on that question so it's the twitch terms of services which i think you're probably in the clear on and then the other thing is is whether or not you want to see your uncle phil who owns a gaming parts store um, coming to you and going, ugh, you were such a waste of money. Like, because you're gonna see him at Thanksgiving and Christmas and, and everything yeah. else. And so that's always a concern as well is that family element. And I would be very, very careful with that. Yeah, or if they never pay you. <laughs> I could get real yeah. awkward real soon. Just like if you borrow money from a friend and you never pay back or vice versa, it can just, it just makes it awkward. So you just yeah, it's really, watch out for your relationships as well. Yeah, it's really weird to be sitting around Thanksgiving. You're about to sit down and you're like, hey, what are you thankful for? I'm like, hey, I'm thankful Uncle Phil so showed up and you subpoena him for because <laughs> you're suing him because he owes you money. Like that gets really weird. Grandma gets, yeah, oh, my God. And like and your dad's going to be really upset. And then Uncle Phil's going to sit there and be like, I hate you. And I'm like, dude, it's you funny, owe me 600 bucks. Like, give me my money. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, Uncle Phil. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's Dude, got an Uncle got Phil. Like, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Strax had asked um, earlier, what do you think is the best way to advertise yourself when you are just starting out? Oh, oh James is going to be a... really, really happy uh, blurring or uh, muting my fuck you, Phil. <laughs> now in his podcast, he's going to be real happy with me. I'm sorry, yeah, James. I'm, you I know love for you. The rest of this time, I'm just going to keep dropping one every once in a while. <laughs> so, Drax, that is a really, really huge question. And good. kind of, that is a monster of a question. What I can say is, is I look at any sort of branding, business, personality. And the example and that I like to use is you're starting a campfire. And you've got little sparks. And the kindling you're going to start with is your circle. It's going to be your aunts, your uncles. Um, I know when James started out, I told my mom, mom, I need you to make a Twitch account. I need you to jump on. Mom, I promise you're not going to understand most of what uh, myself and James and Mixed Alexa Jordan is going to be talking about. But I just need you to jump on with your account and watch. 
and then get my friends involved and then those friends get their friends involved and those and and it's that build but you got to have that little spark to start with and i always say start with your friends your family the people that love you that care about you they're going to be the ones that give you the best uh feedback my mom is not that person to give me great feedback because she thinks i'm the greatest in everything that she's ever seen me in so that Same. is you know, my you mom's a also- rock star <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, but my friends, they'll call me up afterwards and be like, dude, you sounded like an idiot when you answered blah, blah, blah. I'm like, shut up. I was trying to drink water. And everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so that's kind of where you want to start is kind of start and then kind of branch out and then start looking for those opportunities. You have to not treat yourself as a streamer. I'm going to jump on. I'm going to stream from uh, 12 to 1 every day. And then, you know, all of a sudden, Followers magically appear, they drop out of the sky and they sub and they do everything. And you know, now I'm going to E3 as a as a guest host. It's not how that works. Um, you know, you gotta start with that little spark and then take those opportunities like reaching out to other streamers. Hey, let's do a let's do a trade. I'm gonna come on your show, you come on my show. I'm gonna hustle and I'm gonna go to these networking events. They're not Twitch networking events, but you would be amazed at what you can get out of these different ones. Um, the matter of fact, the networking one, um, I've already got a lawyer, but there was a lawyer on there that um, actually did uh, pro bono work for like small and medium sized businesses. That's crazy. That is so awesome. So for somebody who does, who is starting out, who who needed their LLC set up, who needs their um, tax, um, their EIN number and stuff set up, that's a great resource but you have to treat it like a business. You are a business and you have to get out of the mindset of, hey, I'm gonna stream, you know, and then have this other things because you need to have the plan in place of when you start to take off um, to be able to protect yourself. And then also to be able to have that plan going forward and be able to take those opportunities when you do. Yeah, I also think a big thing, and Strax is gonna hate me for this because he didn't want to hear my advice on this. It is starting things like TikTok, YouTube, Twitter. I don't freaking understand Twitter, but I try to post like once a day or at least once a week there. Um, Because you never know when your audience is going to come from. Two of my audience members, even though it was a little awkward, came from me playing Valorant tonight. Playing Valorant, we exchanged discords. And when I mentioned that I was a streamer, they asked for my stream. They wanted to support me. They and like a couple other people gave me a follow. You never know where you're going to get that interaction from. And it's not always going to be through that game. So let's say, Strax, you know, you play Apex all the time. But most of the time, you play with your friends. So you're not going to have that interaction with someone else. So you need to get outside. Which is not going to push push your content. Which sucks. But like I said, I mean, if you want to stream on YouTube or something, that might work better um, for that. But I don't even know what YouTube does to push streams. And you have to understand that streaming is such a... If, if it wasn't popular now, I would think it was outdated. Because look at TikTok. TikTok's super popular. We're talking about 60 second, 15 second videos. Like most of the most popular ones are 15 seconds or less. And you're it's talking with about- music. Yeah, and you're talking about someone watching you for hours. People watch streamers for eight, 10, when they do their subathons for days. 
they will sit there and watch you, which is crazy, but that is a lot to ask someone and they have to get to know you before they're ever going to click on your stream. And even if they click on your stream, it is going to be for about 0.5 seconds. And if you are not laughing, howling, screaming, if something interesting is not happening right then and there, which is hard, like think about going hours, like all crazy, that would be really difficult to do. They're not going to take interest. So creating stuff on other platforms where people can get to know you and, you know, connect with you in a shorter form, they might actually come over to Twitch where they can see you longer form. But it's really hard to ask someone to sit there for hours and talk to you. You know, like I met you guys through through friendships and I, you know, built that bond and we've talked, but not everyone's going to be that way. So you have to put yourself out there. It might happen. <laughs> So one thing that's been driving James nuts, um, because and for those who don't, I, I always forget that I'm not actually on James's stream right now. Sorry. Um, uh, so um, James and I play uh, Call of Duty all the time. And instead of playing like, and, and I know a lot of games have these modes, instead of playing like BR duos, I force him to play BR quads and play with randoms all the time. We have gotten Good. so many people following James because we're using it as a networking tool because James and I like to think we're really funny. Um, but, you know, we just start, you know, having those conversations and, you know, hey, won't you go ahead and follow us on a stream? Like, oh, on Twitch. Oh, cool, man, I'll look you up. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but that's just kind of the grind that you're going to have with with networking. And there's a lot of games that have that option where you can play with random strangers. And if they seem like cool people, invite them to check you out. Um, and if they don't like it, then they don't like it. And, you know, or if they don't want to follow, they don't follow and we just move on. But it's, that's kind of the, uh, kind of what you got to do is just kind of get yourself out there. I completely agree with you. Um, oh, the other thing is, is own your handles. So even if you're not going to be on Instagram, go get your handle that's related to your Twitch stream. Um, because it might not be important now, but it might be important later. And unbeknownst to people yes you can as a business reclaim your handle if someone else has it if you are trademarked but you have to go after it um in order to be able to do that and it takes a long time it's a pain in the ass sometimes it gets expensive and so prior to that as you're getting setting up your twitch stream go get your handles from all your social media platforms and go sit on them yeah, and I know that, um, so weird, sorry, give me a second. Um, so I know that for Twitch, if you get like a good amount of an audience and someone with your preferred name has that name already, you can actually request Twitch. And if it's not active, if it hasn't been active for a certain amount of time, they will take that name for you. So it's something to, to look at if like, I know Strax was actually worried. He wants to shorten his name, but all of the names that he wants are taken. So Strax, if you end up building yourself up, um, then maybe one day you could have whatever name it is that you want um, if that person isn't active on their Twitch. So that's good to, to know and to have. So the best part about that is that's actually Twitch um, covering their ass legally. Um, it's not them being kind, but yeah, if, if, you, oh want God, to, sure. if you want to do that, <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you want to do that, you are going to have to be able to prove that you use it to prove that it's a revenue generator to prove a lot of different things. And the key is, is it can't be used or that you have a trademark name. 
So when I was talking to a streamer, and I won't mention James's name, I told him, look, you have to set up an LLC and run this as a business because you have to be able to defend yourself um, as you continue to grow and as this comes out. Because if um, Strax, I don't know what he, I, I know he's got a long name, but I, uh, and, and I forget what the rest of it is, but if he wants to go after Strax, he could actually set up his business as Strax and actually legally trademark his name. And then as long as he is progressing to that, he can actually sue somebody else for using that name. Yeah, that yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I think for Twitch alone, you don't actually don't have to go the suing right routes. Like you will, you can if you have a good audience, you can actually just talk to the people on Twitch and they will take it as long as the person's not active. Um, I've seen a couple of Twitch uh, people do that. It does look like he is, um, he found a different name, which is awesome. Um, but I know he was he was really worried about that for a little while because his name is so long, he really wanted to shorten it, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, damn, I have a couple other questions like in my head, but I can't think about it. We kind of went over this one already, but um, I will expand into like a slightly different topic. When do you think you should put money into creating your like trademark, your logo, all of those other things? When do you think is like a good time or things like that? It depends on how serious you are. So I run the same gamer tag, Twitch tag, uh, you know, uh, let's see here, Instagram, everything like that. It's US Bobber. I have had that forever. Um, I created it when I was on the US Bob Toy team. That's when I first got my PlayStation account and everything. And I was like, oh, well, there we go. And just kind of ran with it. I am unique enough and I've never tried to do anything enough to the point where I felt like I needed to do it. When I created, because I was never trying to monetize it. I was just trying to get stuff out there and make sponsors happy and everything. However, if you are your own employee, and you are essentially going to be working for yourself, I would look at it sooner rather than later. So if it's something where you're just going to be screaming and you're going to have fun and every once in a while someone will kick your money and everything like that, that's fine. But in, like in your particular case, if you're going to um, create a brand and a business around it, I would look into it sooner rather than later. And I'm not going to bore everyone on um, the advantages and disadvantages of you know, legality, uh, taxes, uh, all kinds of different things you can write off. Um, you know, one particular thing would be, um, I'm not sure how big your apartment or house is, but wherever you stay, you can say that that is your office and you can actually do that from your taxes, um, you know, as a self-employed person. So there's a lot of different advantages and disadvantages that you really have to be realistic with yourself of. Do I want to invest the money now in myself because I know for a fact I'm going to take this as far as I can go. Or if you're on the, hey, we'll see if it works out. They, those are two totally separate answers and two totally different sets of of timing as well. Yeah, that's true. Because I've thought about it as well, but um, just a short little story for anyone to know. I actually bought, I paid a good chunk of money. Uh, not exactly what I would pay now. Um because I just think it was kind of a dumb idea. But I paid a really good chunk of money. I really liked the logo that this person had made for me. I got it through Fiverr. Um, but I look at it now and it just doesn't fit the aesthetic that I'm going for. I bought it when I first started because I'm like, it'll be more professional. I can create merch out of it. 
X, Y, and Z. But I look back at it now and, you know, my family, luckily it was only my family who bought it, but my family bought that merch and I'm never going to use that logo again because it just does not fit me as a person. So sometimes it is like it's hard because you want to establish yourself and you want everyone to take you seriously. And everyone says, you know, if you want to be taken seriously, you need X, Y, and Z. But you don't even know what your stream is. Some people don't even know who they are yet. Like Miss Shadow, I think it said, you know, it's hard for her. Um when she's, you know, outside of her home to figure out who she is. And your stream is going to take a lot of work. You are going to transition. Anyone who's been here for a long time can count. Can't count on their fingers how many different overlays I've had. Okay, and that's just overlays. Like, think about my freaking logo. That's wild. Imagine if I paid each and every time I wanted to switch. It's just not going to happen. So I thought about paying, you know, for you know, my name and things like that and the different names that I might want to be later on. Um, but I think about it now and I'm just like, I personally am not ready for that because I don't know what I will evolve into. But the second that I feel confident in what I'm doing, what my name will be, X, Y, and Z, that's when I will invest the money in it. Also, uh, just be smart. Um, know that buying extra equipment and things and buying a logo is not going to get you views. Those things, even though it helps you seem professional, if you aren't having people there supporting you already, you're just throwing away your own money. Please just focus on the quality of your content, of what you're putting out, and that's really what's going to matter the most. I 100% agree. Um, you know, and I always like to use the example of, uh, <laughs> I'm a big Star Wars fan, so big fan of Star Wars, Star Wars memes. And the funniest memes are the ones where like the quotes and there's just like a straight black box over the top of them and they change a little bit of the wording on it. And it's clearly, it is not a Photoshop job by any, <laughs> by any, but what I'm reading and the content and the context and when that joke is being done is still hilarious. And that's the example that I use is people will be able to understand and appreciate your content regardless of what your overlay looks like, regardless of all these other things. Um, you know, and the other point that I would like to make is if you don't look back at yourself and what you were doing two or three years ago and you don't like, uh, oh, we could have been better or, oh man, I could have done this better. Then you're not growing as a person and you need to kick your own ass. Yeah. Because, this, you know, look, look back at all the logos that Apple computers has had. And you look back at some of them, and you're like, oh, that's cool, retro. And then other ones, you go, ugh. Like, just, ugh. Like, but, and then you look now, and you're like, oh, that's a clean aesthetic. Well, yeah, because they continue to grow and design changes and design whims. That's why you can look at a house and be like, oh, that house was designed in the 70s. I would never own that now, but it's a cool retro house. Um, house designs, all designs and stuff change over time and you have to change and develop as well, which is why you go through rebrandings and, you know, Miss Alexis Jordan, just so you know, when you make it big, your family's going to rock the retro gear and they're going to go completely, um, what is it? Hipster. <laughs> and look, I remember when it looked like this. <laughs> And uh, they're going to have the cool retro gear that everyone's going to want um, because no one else had access to it when you first started. I guess that's true. That's something to think about as well. I, I love you guys, by the way, everyone who supports the stream, everyone who comes out to the podcast, by the way, guys, at, like I said, it's every single Thursday. Um, I am just, oh, he disconnected real quick. That's why I look all funky, but we're going to wait until he gets back. Let me see if I can position myself into one. Hello. <laughs> Do you like my ukulele? I tried to learn how to play it. It didn't really work out too much. 
But um, until he gets back, I'm just gonna hang out here. Thank you so much for the follow. I very much appreciate it. Okay, he's somewhat coming back. Somewhat coming back. Um, but anyways, yeah. So anyone who doesn't know already, we uh have this stream every Thursday on my uh, other friend's podcast, James. Um, he is I am. Is it I am the gaming dad? Is that what it is? Now? I am the gaming dad. Oh, which brings me to another great point. When you are choosing your stream and your handles, James ran into this face first, and I brought it up to him when he first did it. He's like, no, no, that's fine. Make sure you use a name that when you're telling people who you are is easy to understand. Yeah, simple enough. So James's original one was gaming dad, and the I was, was a number one. one. It looked cool, but the problem is, is when you're speaking it, you go, I am the gaming dad. He would have people all the time. I can't find you, dude. Like yeah. I went looking for you. I couldn't find you. Um, same thing when you use a lot of characters, when you use a lot of like different uh, keyboard characters that nobody can understand. Is that, you know, is that a comma? Is that a period? Is, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different things on the aesthetic as well. So definitely look at that as you can kind of do it. Sorry. Yeah, no, 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 that's a good idea. Because um, I was going to say that would work for a bunch of us gamers because we understand that. But um, with James's niche, I mean, we are called, you know, Parents versus Gaming on the podcast. This was just a little subsection um, for my uh, little group of people since James couldn't be here tonight. Um, but typically we handle topics dealing with parents and children and who is watching that mostly parents so parents might not uh you know know that the gaming lingo is to switch things with numbers you know or like you know things like that so knowing your audience is important as well and that's why i said like before picking your name you might just want to chill with your name like right now i'm alexis jordan nine nine eight and on tiktok i'm alexis jordan nine nine eight or something like that I might not want to stick with this forever. You know, that's how you guys will know me as Alexis Jordan, but I might want to change like my actual name in a little bit just to be a little bit more catchy and stuff. But I want to know my audience before I pick a name. And I, I really want to know this community um, so we can all decide that together and pick what's best for us, um, if that makes any sense. What? I have a question. Yes. So you got that big fat rock on your ring, on your ring finger now. Yeah. For two years. Are you going to change your last name? I don't know. So it would be Jordan Norton in that case. That would be my name. It sounds kind of funny. <laughs> so um, just so you know, my wife didn't change her last name. Um, she has an established career and she's a uh, an, an absolutely one of the most amazing people I've ever met. She was already like her own person and she was having success and a career woman and, and just amazing. And the other thing was that she asked me, she's like, you know, is it going to be a big deal? I was like, no, not really. Um, I tease her about it now because whenever the school sends home stuff, they're like, it's like uh, Jay and, and Jamie Noller. And I just laugh and I make sure to leave the mail on there because I know it's not her last name, but everyone just assumes it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's something to consider as well is, you know, like with you, that's why I ask, because I know you're using your name. Is that something that's going to cause problems later on? Is it better to go with something that is a representation of who you are as opposed to your actual name? Both of those answers are 100% correct, but it is just something you got to put a little bit of work and thought into. Yeah. And so before we end this, because I know we are going on a little bit late, just to let you know, usually the podcast is like strictly an hour. Um, if you know my streams, they don't start on time. And they don't end on time. So James is going to have a lot of fun editing this. But um, I just want to throw out some quick questions. Um, not oh, wait, what, what are we supposed to say? What are we supposed to say right now to get him to have to edit it out? 
Oh, uh... Fuck, no? fuck, uh, fuck Uncle Phil. That's what it was. Fuck, fuck Uncle, Uncle Phil. Phil. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ask away. Um, and oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, do you ever want to do a collab? Yes, depending on the collab, you can always message me. Funny how I got on the podcast is actually James sent me a really heartfelt um, message. I hope, James, that it's okay. Probably should have asked you. But he told me that... Um, watching my streams was a big inspiration for him starting the podcast and him getting himself out there and that he's been super happy lately and then he asked me to participate and it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. I love you guys so much. I know James isn't here but I just I love your presence and everything like that. I appreciate you coming on here doing charity work reminding us of our worth. Hello? You're like hey get that money okay you deserve more. Or can we talk to this guy if we need help? You can talk to us every Thursday night on I Am The Gaming Dad's podcast. He's been commenting if you want to click there and press the follow button. Every Thursday night, we're always there answering questions, just bringing up different topics. Um, so we will always be there. Um, but yes, sorry, going back to that. So yeah, if you message me, um, I am more than happy to talk to you guys about it. Um, and again, before we end the podcast, I'm just going to go over a couple things that I think might be useful. Um, Kia had mentioned something about this earlier. Um, about having like a no cam stream. My personal advice is people will connect with a face and a personality. So even if you don't have a cam, there are a lot of people doing, um, I forgot what they're called, but they're like animated characters um, that they'll put on there. Or even just like a little cute character on the side, whether that be like a little anime girl or um, something that represents you, even if it's like a little anime, like animal or something. I would say put that there. Yes, VTuber. Thank you. You should. It's so long. Uh, since I've seen you, hi, hope you're doing well. But yes, those are growing in popularity and I think that's very important. If it's just your stream, unfortunately, I'm not saying that you can't make it. I just think it makes it 10 times harder for you to make it. So if you're thinking about going no cam route, please think about creating some sort of art or asking someone to create some sort of art for you um, for that. Because I think that's pretty important. What do you think, Jay? Um, I think that it's a horrific idea. Um, the reason why is because the no camera platform is called a podcast <laughs> and a that station? platform already exists and you're, and the people who are going to appreciate that type of stream podcast, whatever you want to call it, um, are already there. And so why would you try to, <sighs> okay, so there's a different voice in interactions with every... Okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> if we go and you look at different things, there are certain expectations to every single uh, platform. Twitter, concise photo to... It was 280 characters. Done. LinkedIn, there's going to be um, a link to it. There's going to be um, really good, hard-hitting substance, uh, very professional, very well-written, uh, very business-like. Facebook, dumpster fire. Uh, Instagram <laughs> is going to be um, pictures and quick little little snippets. Um, TikTok, um, hoochie's dancing, um, or really funny like videos. Hoochie's dancing. Um, That's me. Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> Each one's going to have its own thing. So if I go into TikTok, I am not going to have success showing a clip of me working on my dissertation for my TED Talk. It's It, it does one of these. People aren't expecting that type of medium to be delivered. 
And it's not so, impossible because we've seen other streamers do it. But like I said, it makes it 10 times to maybe even 100 times harder for you. And if you're trying to make it, I know Kia saying that you will transition to faith cam. I know that you're saying that, but there are a lot of people who refuse and that's okay. It's understandable to be uncomfortable, but that's why I offered because I do see it growing and I do see a potential for it to grow even further now for the VTuber um, having something there that looks like there's something interacting with them whether that's an animal or a person or whatever even if it's not your face it is a face that they can get to know and love I think that's more important than just game footage because they can look up game footage on anything you know like what is going to make you you is your face and if you don't have that then Something else needs to be there just to, you know, um, have them connect with something else. You know, like even if you have like a little fox that like talks, I know that there's, um, it's growing in popularity. I forgot the website. I can link it next podcast if you guys want. Freaking, hey, what's up? Um, but it is like a little thing that will like, hi, what's up? Or um, thanks for the follow. It's like a cute little um, capamon, that's what they're called, that will bring personality to the stream and that will help. That'll get you 10% more people who are interested versus, you know, you not having any, any faith involvement at all, you know? Uh, I know, personally, which hurts my feelings, guys, whenever my camera goes out, I lose viewers. I'm like, you guys are... Anyways, I'm not going to make it harder for well, uh, yeah. James to edit. But that but. just kind of proved my point. Right, no, people no, no, want no, to see like, your face. Yeah. Yeah, so it's people want to see your face, people want to do that. So... You're absolutely right. What you're trying to do is force a medium with people's expectations to switch to your expectations. And you're not going it, to, it's, it's, it's so much harder because the problem is what you're talking about. The novelty is probably going to wear off. Right. And so why my, my personal thoughts are why waste your time coming up with all of this extra stuff to jam yourself into a medium that you don't want to use. So because Twitch is really for live streaming face, you know, that sort of thing. So if you're not going to do that, why would you use that particular medium? Go and use and put your energy into that podcast type of thing or audiobooks. Or there's any number of mediums where the expectations is not to see a face and that fan base is already there. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's why I said, like, it can get just, like, a little bit more difficult. I'm not saying that it can't happen because we've seen Corpse, we've seen, I think Dream is another one that doesn't show his face. We've seen people blow up, um, but they also have other iconic things about them, like Corpse has his voice. Um, he also got in with the right crowd at the right time. So it's really, it's really hard. It's not really working. difficult. Um, if you have an inappropriate question, um, you can message that to me privately and I will decide if I ban you or not. Um, and if it's not relating to our topic, again, please message that privately because this is, um, for our podcast and stuff. It is pretty important. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, moving on to those other just like little quick topics. Um, the importance of, of setting a schedule. If you have a full-time job, please just set at least one day that your audience knows that you are going to be there on time. Please do not be late. You do make sure you have a Twitter to update. Um, YouTube updates are really good too. Um, things like that where people can connect with you. Um, personally, because I quit my job, I'm going to be streaming different hours every single day just to see where is like the best time. Um, you know, just to see where my schedule will be and then I will update it. If you have the freedom, I just think that you should do the same thing. Extreme like as much as possible just to see where you're gonna be. You know what I mean? And um, 
So I don't know if you have any thoughts on like setting a schedule or anything like that either. Uh, um, I think from the streamer side of things, I think you hit it right on the head. What I would also say is um, set yourself because I'm more, I'm always fascinated by the work that goes in behind the performance. Cause you and I right now, we're, we're having a performance. Like we're, we're on there and we're having a, a conversation. We're showing as much of our authentic self as we can. But the other piece of that is the work that goes into it. And that's what a lot of streamers I think miss sometimes is, hey, Mondays, you need to post something to Twitter. Tuesdays, you need to have a, a an Instagram post. Uh, Thursdays, I wanna do two TikTok posts. You need to get in the habit of scheduling and staying disciplined to yourself to be able to produce that content and not just show up. Um, you know, to give you a little insight into our show, um, God bless James, because he will come up with a topic and then start sending us articles and like, hey, this yeah, is what we should amazing. be able to talk about. We should know. And, you know, kind of my piece in that show is not knowing what the hell anyone's talking about is really just kind of um, going in where as Alexis Jordan and um, I am the gaming dad are both very well informed and very into it. I can, I have a tendency not to do it because I want to be able to bring a completely different perspective from a 100% outsider. So as much as it drives both of them nuts because no, James does a ton of work on he goes, oh my God, did you read the article? And I'll be like, huh, no. <laughs> like, we're just gonna go ahead and go. Um, but the uh, but the business side of that is making sure you hold yourself accountable and people can expect when content drops, um, you know, on the different social media, on the different, um, you're absolutely right. Stream a whole bunch of times and find your sweet spot um, and really be able to, um, you know, kind of dial that in and stuff as well. So there's a lot of different things that go on behind the scenes, which is the prep for a stream, um, especially if you're doing a podcast and then also your content that you're producing out of that stream as well. Uh, just make sure you yourself are disciplined and just say, okay, Mondays is Twitter, Tuesdays is Instagram, Wednesdays is TikTok, like, and just hold yourself accountable because that's really what's going to make or break it from the casual streamer to someone who wants to take it seriously. Yeah, and that's the thing is I feel like it's it's hard for me. As you guys know, obviously I took like a huge break from streaming. Thank you so much for the follow, by the way. Um, but for the past like two weeks, I have not streamed and it's just been because of my mental health and things like that. Um, I didn't want to leave you guys out like in the cold, obviously. That's why I started off with my explanation when I got back. Um, I have been updating somewhat to Twitter. Um, if you guys follow me there, my updates will always be there. But um, a good thing is if you do struggle with mental health on your good days, Please create batch content, especially like, let's say you know that you're not going to stream for the next couple weeks because it's going to be really hard. Create a bunch of content on TikTok and YouTube. The day that you're feeling good, just create so much content that when you're missing somewhere else, you are present in a different place and people won't forget. Not saying to not take your mental, self, mental health seriously, of course you should, but just try to remember that... Um, People like care about you and they want to see you. And that's a big part of your growth is, is you being there. So it's just about being responsible while also taking care of yourself, of course. Tell Jay right now he better read up on E3 for next week. He made an angry face. That was from James. Hey, tell Jay he he's in Turks article. and Caicos. No, no, no. You know what? He's in Turks and Caicos. He's in a tropical island right now with his family. He gets to say nothing to us. Yeah, yeah, James, you're not even here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Um, the last thing that I'm well, going to mention. Oh, well, wait. 
one thing you are absolutely 100 correct on batch content i would just tell everyone um best practices get in the habit of never mentioning dates get in the habit of never mentioning mentioning days time any sort of identifiable identifiable um identifiable um pieces to that just produce the content and don't say anything else like don't say at the end hey you know i'll look forward to seeing you guys on friday um i'm probably going to be streaming apex and if that's something that you're kind of thinking about doing or not really doing like you talk about the podcast on thursday because between the three of us we are going to do a podcast but especially if you're just yourself like don't put that kind of pressure on yourself and also your content will be able to last longer as well and so you can do that batch content where um, it's just generic posts, gene generic streams, generic stuff like that, which is still great content. But don't limit yourself to um, mentioning timely topics or something. Hey, I just read today that XYZ happened. That's a dating piece. And that's something that can prevent you from being successful with your batch content um, offline. That is accurate. Like I like I said, like I mean, for Twitch, I would say minimum one day a week that you know you will be able to make it every single day. Please try, unless, like I said, mental health is really taking a toll. Obviously, you're entitled to breaks just like from your job, you have vacation, things like that. But one day a week, if you are taking this part time and you want people to take you seriously, you can stream whenever other days you don't have to set anything. But one day a week that people know that you're going to be there. So you have that viewership and things like that. Like I said, social proof, it's such a big big part of all of this if you don't have viewers there viewers are not going to come to you um if you don't have people talking in chat people are not going to stay it's very important like i see some of my friends i'll sit there and i'll type like so much like i'll literally sit there and type 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 and then all of a sudden you see other people joining in but if someone is silent i will see viewers go up go down go up go down because there isn't enough interaction on the stream so really having that you know like date time is important for at least one of those days so your main audience knows when you will be there um as for tosi you asked about mental health how it might not help you streaming that is accurate but also this is just coming from personal experience um streaming has helped my mental health so much like i was at a breaking point when i started streaming um like i would literally cry up until i got on stream and i would cry right when i got off just because i'm like an emotional crybaby but like it was getting to a really bad point and streaming, it just hits different. Like having, of course it's having that support system, but it was also just like being able to be myself and have fun and like, you know, get ready and, and have a reason to, to smile, you know? So everyone's different. I'm not saying that it'll help you with your mental health, but it might actually help you in a different way that you don't know yet. If you haven't tried it or if you haven't tried it in a while, um, give it a shot. And then worst case, if it does not help you, then, you know, you have a right to take a break. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that, of course. Yeah, if you're having any sort of mental health, just like James says, you can always reach out to us or email us. Um, we are here for you. And that may be a future topic, um, you know, for the podcast and things like that. Um, the last thing that I was going to mention before we wrap this up is ABT, always be talking. I know a lot of people have issues with that. Even myself have has an issue with that. Jay, uh, Jay I don't know if you're popular with it, but on streaming, that's like the law. Everyone says ABT, ABT, because... Really, if you're trying to keep someone entertained, you should always be talking. A lot of people say that, you know, their anxiety messes with them or they don't know what to say or why even talk if no one's there? How do you think that people get viewers? It's by talking. Since like day 10 of streaming, I have had this 
ignore my bad handwriting. This was from a couple days ago or weeks ago since I haven't streamed in a while. But before a stream, I will take like an hour, read up on hot topics, read up on um, interesting games that are coming out, just anything that comes to mind that interests you. I write all on here. Well, I'll write it on a separate piece of paper and then I will order it like chronologically. So it will kind of go smooth. Like I'll talk about one movie and then I'll talk about different movies. And then maybe I'm talking about an actor and that'll lead me to a different conversation. And I write it chronological order. So if my brain, cause it often does, goes like silent on me and I get awkward and nervous and scared, I'm gonna put the sound cause I don't want it to fall. Um, or, you know, I feel like no one's in chat and no one's responding to me. I can still be like, oh my God, I watched this movie. And, and if someone does come in, they can come in and they can connect with me. I find that to be a really big help to have it up on the wall right in front of me. If you don't have that ability, please grab a piece of paper and a pen. It doesn't take much to just put in that little bit of extra um, effort to make sure you don't feel awkward or like you wasted your time on stream or, you know, someone came into your stream and then just left. Um, always be talking is so important. Um, I don't know if you have anything to say on that, Jay. Sorry, I went on like a huge rant for that, but... No, and, it, and it's a good rant because if you ever notice, if you ever listen to the radio, um, I know I'm a little bit older. I have more experience with the radio. I don't even know it's the thing that you used to have to turn dials and now you just punch in numbers. Not sure if you're uh, familiar with that. Um, but the that was that's always the uh, that's always the key. Dead air. Dead air kills radio people. Like morning shows, if you ever notice, whenever they're talking, there's no dead air. They always have something queued up. Um, they have something very similar to what you've made for yourself. So kudos on you for coming up to that. They have sheets of paper in front of them. They have exactly what topics they're going to talk about. They have exactly how long that they're going to talk about. Um, as a streamer with a more creative and more open area, you don't have to play music and stuff. So um, you have a lot more flexibility on that. But it's the same concept is just have something that you can always kind of chat about, uh, you know, God bless you for sending over your list of questions that we were going to talk about tonight. Um, that it was, it was an amazing, I'm sure it was an amazing list. Um, <laughs> but really, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's having that because as a host and as somebody who's driving with you, a lot of times you're not going to have a guest on who's going to be able just to rap with you back and forth. Who's going to be right. able to say, um, you know, fuck Uncle Phil. Like fuck you're Uncle not going to have that. <laughs> um, if you put that on a shirt, I would like merchandising rights. Um, but if, you know, but if it's, um, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. You can just have topics. You can just mumble about stuff. Interact with your chat is going to be something that's huge because you want to make that connection with them. And, you know, I've seen, you know, you, I've seen James, I've seen a lot of streamers do great things where they just, you see them kind of vapor lock where they're like talking about something, they're playing a game. They just kind of stops. Guys, what are you guys doing in chat today? Is anyone doing anything this weekend? Like just, you know, you know, being able to have those kind of generic questions or being able to say, oh man, hey, I totally forgot. Did you guys see the new trailer drop for um, the big 80s action hero uh, event that's going on on Call of Duty? Right. Um, and, and the thing is that it can be awkward asking like, How's your day today? And then if no one's 
responding because they're nervous, they're new, or even if you know you have a couple friends that lurk on your stream but they're gone for a second, it can feel really like it can really put you in a bad mental state for you to see even a couple viewers and be like, oh my god, how are you guys doing today? And no one responds to you. Like it can make you kind of sad. So I try to avoid that unless I have someone super active and then I'll ask something like that. But for me, it's always going to be about me, upcoming things, just like different topics that someone coming in that might be nervous talking might get interested. If you're talking about Harry Potter, maybe Harry Potter's their favorite thing in the entire world and they just go in theories and then you have a new best friend, you know? So one other thing, don't throw out those open-ended questions without addressing them towards somebody. Yeah. So that would be the other thing is, and that's why is, you know, chat can get real sloppy real quick, especially if you've got like 30 people replying all at the same time. Um, and so if you go, hey, what's everyone doing this weekend? That's not going to get you as far as like, hey, Mrs. Shadow. Hey, what do you got? Are you guys doing anything this weekend? Because now you're 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 having that conversation. And, right. and Miss Alexis Jordan, you do a really good job of kind of bouncing between people and making sure you're you're including people and it's not just having that one-on-one -on -one conversation but when you reach dead space reach out to someone specifically because you're more likely to get an answer rather than hey what are y'all doing this weekend because everyone goes oh somebody else is going to answer yeah that is very true that's a really good really good thing um before we wrap up does anyone have any other questions i know that um james was picking on you i don't know if you have the chat open jay um but he said uh jay is being sponsored by idaho senior living oh well he's very upset because <laughs> i don't remember if it was crash or if it was shadow that busted that finally got him to break on his podcast because he they were saying something about james doing aarp or something like that yes. so james, first of all that's a old retired joke um and it's old and and stinky just like you are so you know Ooh. you're the one here you're so go have a dance off with your dad and uh you know leave the podcasting to the professionals over here oh yeah since you're gone since you left um <laughs> But besides that, thank you, Jay, again so much for uh, teaching us some stuff, teaching us our worth. Um, if you guys do have any other questions, um, James put the email in the stream like a million times. You can always uh, whisper us, message us. Um, most of you guys for, are from TikTok. You can always message me as well, and we can get to it in another uh, podcast as well. Um, please check out uh, the podcast. That would make my day so much. Um, but yeah, did you have anything else Jay, before we sign off? No, as I like to sign off on the uh, on the podcast, um, I coach an indoor arena football team. We won again last week, and so we play tomorrow. So, uh, thank you much. So we will be uh, playing um, again this Friday and looking to take our record um, from last year and this year to I believe it's sixteen to zero. So. Um, fired up for that so that's what I got going on this weekend that is awesome for me I will probably be here on Sunday sorry for the long break like I said um, my last day is actually on Monday so I might be here Sunday I might not but after that you're pretty much going to be seeing my face every single day so get ready for that thank you guys so much for joining us again thank you Jay for sharing your knowledge with us um, besides that I hope that you all have a wonderful evening I love you guys so much bye